Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This country was built on a distinctly American work ethic. But today, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and diminished our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make a variety of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more. All made right here in the USA, from growing the cotton and adding the final touches. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs for seamsters, cutters, and factory workers in towns and cities across the United States. And it's about more than an income. Jobs bring pride purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawksby Podcast, episode number 70. Is this 70? Hold on one second. Let me make sure. I got the right episode because sometimes I'll go through a whole podcast. Yes, this is episode 70. We out here. <laughs> episode 70 of the Hawks Beat Podcast. We appreciate all you guys that have been rocking with us all season long. If you just found us uh, as a result of the playoffs, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm your man's E-Dub here at the Hawks Beat. We just talk a little Hawks basketball, man. That is, that, that's all that is. <laughs> so uh, the Atlanta Hawks go up three to one in their first round series against the New York Knicks. Hawks get the victory one thirteen to ninety six. And for those of you that may be new, one thing that we typically do around here, we have a brief recap. We talk about keys to the game. Well, we don't. Well, we, we don't. We haven't talked keys to the game in a while. I used to do a keys to the game segment. Like kind of before the game, but I kind of I kind of moved that out. I kind of moved that out. But we recap the game. We talk about uh, the good, bad, and the ugly of the game. I give you a Fab Five. I give you a player of the game, and just kind of whatever is clever, right? Whatever is clever. So um, a big part of what we do is on the social media front. So make sure that you are subscribed to our podcast. If you saw the link on Twitter, if you saw the link on Facebook. 
do me a favor. Go ahead and retweet that, reshare that, spread the love. We would greatly appreciate it. Greatly appreciate it. But um, Hawks go up 3-1, man. And listen, it's quiet up in the NYC. <laughs> like Trey said, man, it's quiet up in here. Listen, it is quiet in the NYC. I haven't heard a peep. I haven't heard. I haven't seen no Knicks tape chants. Uh, I haven't seen none of that. Right? I haven't seen none of that. And let me, let me, hey, it, it just is what it is, right? It just is what it is. And um, I wasn't in the building, but I did drive down by the arena today. Um, went down there and copped a T-shirt for a friend of mine. And uh, listen, when I tell you there was a lot of Knicks fans out there, there was a lot of Knicks fans out there. One thing about that brand, like the Yankees, man, they travel they travel and they out here, you know. Um, yeah, so they was out there, but, you know, <laughs> unfortunately for them, they didn't really have much to cheer about. <laughs> they didn't really have much to cheer about at all. Because <laughs> for the second game in a row, uh, they got that thing tapped. They got that thing tapped. And I, I'm, I'm pretty secure in saying that they got that thing tapped. Like, I mean, the score was 113-96. to 96. Uh, It probably could have been bigger. It probably could have been. It could, probably could have been b- bigger if we if we keeping it real. But uh, let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. First, first half, uh, for, for the very first quarter, man. I thought the Knicks actually came out with some good energy, man. Um, they actually won the first quarter, twenty six to twenty five. And I made notice of this while in my notes. I said, "Look, man, Julius Randle, uh, he doesn't look that bad. Like you know, he was three and nine for that first quarter." Uh, he had seven points, but to me, it just looked like he was in more control. It seemed like he was looking good. It seemed like he was locked in. Uh, I said, this is going to be close. I said, it's going to be close. Little did I know. <laughs> I, I, I was, uh, I, I think it's safe to say that that third quarter was pretty much the the cornerstone of that game. And, and we'll get to the third quarter eventually. But uh, that first quarter, you got 10 from Rose. Uh, Derrick Rose is the ageless one. But listen, it was always a matter of when is he going to run out of gas? Like, Derrick Rose is a phenomenal basketball player. And I've said this in all the podcasts that I've done uh, during this series. However, if Derrick Rose is your main guy, you're not going to win a basketball game series in the playoffs. You're just not going to win. You're you're just not going to do it. You're not going to do it. But uh, Rose got off to a good start, man. Ten points for for for, for the uh, you know for for the, for the point guard, and uh, you know the Hawks kind of the Hawks came out pretty good energy. Trey Young nine points, three assists. I thought that Trey Young for the nine minutes that he was out there, I thought that he he pretty much got whatever he wanted. <laughs> he got whatever he wanted. Uh, Nate McMillan goes 10 deep in that first quarter, 10 deep in the first quarter. And uh, it was a little surprising, but Hey man, Nate knows what he's doing, man. You know, Nate caught a lot of flack in Indiana for, you know, some of the playoffs moves and everything. But uh, I thought Nate did an excellent job with the rotations tonight. 
you know, I'm not a guy that really uh, gets too in and, and bangs folk on rotations, you know, because, you know, players got to play. You know, he's been through all that. But, yeah. Um, but he goes 10 deep in that first quarter. Again, Knicks win the quarter. But, I mean, first quarter is always kind of a feel-out quarter. But um, the second quarter, the Hawks begin to kind of assert themselves, right? So here's what I think was evident. Second quarter. You had a guy like Derrick Rose play the whole second quarter. Right, he played the whole second quarter. And again, Derrick Rose is a phenomenal basketball player, and his story is one that that needs to be told. But if he is your guy that you're leaning on, Derrick I mean, Julius Randle played five and a half minutes in the second quarter. Derrick Rose played twelve. So if Derrick Rose is getting double the minutes of a Julius Randle in that quarter, it may be good in the short term, but it's not going to win you a series. It's not going to win you a series. Uh, second quarter, again, I thought Trey Young was pretty much just getting whatever he wanted to get. Uh, Bogey played the whole quarter. You get six from Trey, six from Bogey, nine from John Collins. I thought John Collins played a phenomenal game. Um, <clears throat> had a funny moment after the game. Uh, if you saw the game, you guys know that John Collins busted his lip, left the game, went to get stitches, and returned <laughs> back to the game. <clears throat> After the game, one of the reporters asked him about his lip. Uh, asked him if Moms was texting him about the lip. He was like, yeah, I sent Moms a text. Uh, let her know that the lip was fine. <laughs> Shout out to Mama Collins, man. She follows us on Twitter, man. A lovely lady. Uh, a former um, uh, a former uh, Air Force retiree. Shout out to Ms. Collins. Uh, I don't know if she checks out the podcast or not, but... Uh, we're going to be covering some things that her son has going on with the Baptist Collection, his clothing line he's got going on. So you'll be hearing a little bit more about that once we do a little bit more re- research about that. But, uh, yeah, man, shout out to Mama Collins, man. But, yeah, uh, I thought John Collins played a phenomenal game starting in that starting in that second quarter. Uh, Hawks outscore the Knicks 28-23, to and you just got the feeling that, look, man, this Hawks team is – they're just – better like they're just better and here's the thing like i mean and, and the series is not over you know a lot of all of the guys to a man after the game jobs not finished jobs not finished you know that they're all talking to talk and, and by no means you can say that this, this series is over but listen they're just a better team they're deeper and one thing that i noticed during the game and i think uh doris uh doris burke pointed it out or maybe it was even Jalen Rose because I was watching some of their commentary. Well, I was watching Jalen's commentary. If you watch the game, the Knicks, whenever they would score, it was always like it was tough for them to get buckets. But when it was time for the Hawks to score, it was just like, yo, we're going to move the ball, open man going to shoot, open man going to knock it down, right? Like the Knicks were scoring. I mean, the Hawks were scoring with so much more. Uh, they, they were scoring at such ease, right? Key point in the second quarter at about the nine minute mark, Hawks go on a little bit of a lull. What happens in the game? Then they run off a 9 0 run. Bogey hits a shot in the corner. Boom. Uh, a three pointer in the corner. Next play down, Gallo hits a three. Boom. Next play down, beautiful ball movement. Finds Kevin Herter in the corner put up the shot and when he put up the shot I knew it was in because Kevin let that <laughs> he let that hand up in the air right you know what I'm saying left the hand up in the air and I knew it was good hits the bucket three straight threes 
Tibbs got to call a timeout 9-0 run. And, you know, before those string of three-pointers, the Hawks had started 1-for-11 from the three-point range. Then they went 4-or-5. So, uh, <clears throat> other thing to note in the second quarter, Trey picks up his third foul, uh, which was kind of a silly foul. Um, he, he smacks Randall on the back of the head <laughs> in like a corner three as the shot clock is wearing out. I know that he's kicking himself for doing that, but you got to be smarter than that, man. You don't want to pick up your third foul um, toward the end of the shot clock and the end of the third quarter, you know. So, I mean, end of the second quarter. But, uh, yeah, man, you, you can't let that happen, man. You just you just can't let that happen. So, Hawks go into uh, the, the, the halftime up 49, up 53 to 49. Just a four-point lead, but you just got the feeling that the Hawks just had control over this game, even though they were only up by four. Talk to Nate McMillan after the game, and the, the thing that he said was, you know, the third quarter was the deciding quarter. He said that he thought that their defense really locked in, and he thought that it wasn't just, you know, the, their defense, but the offense was clicking. To me, I noticed that the defense intensity picked up, and you can just watch. You could see it. You could see it. And uh, they were just flying to the ball. You know, they were just disrupting passes. Everything was hard for them. And this was the quarter where they really got that separation. Uh, Trey and Bogey played the whole quarter. And they limited the Knicks to 38% shooting from the field. And, like, that's not really, like, a death blow as far as shooting the ball. But... When you're shooting 52%, <laughs> like, that's the death blow, right? Like, you know, teams shoot 38%. You know, you shoot 38%, you know, you may shoot like 40, 42, 45. But if you hold them to 38 and you're shooting above 50, listen, like, you above 50 shooting from the field, you above 50 shooting behind the, th- behind the three, they were 5-9 and nine from three-point range in that third quarter, 55%. And that – shoot like yo you know what i'm saying they outscored the knicks 35 to 22 in that third quarter and now you are really cooking with grease so and and like i said and i, and I tweeted this out i said hey uh and for those of you on twitter make sure you follow the hawks beat <laughs> follow the hawks beat on twitter at hawks beat and uh yeah shout out to mama Kyle. she just texted me too very i uh yeah I'll talk about that later. But anyway, yeah, <clears throat> 71 to 88 going into the final quarter. And I said, listen, don't take any any comfort in this lead because, like I say in every podcast, NBA leads are made to be, you know, dissolved. You know, you don't – a team can, st- can score 14 points in three minutes, right? But it is better to be on this side as opposed to the other side. You know what I'm saying? Um so, yeah, third quarter, uh, and, and I thought the third quarter, they really picked up the defensive intensity, but uh, you go on a 15-5 to run to start the quarter, and I thought that was just a major, I thought that, that was the most important quarter of the game, most important quarter of the game, and uh, again, Nate saying that that was the quarter they really established their defense, and then the fourth quarter, all you really got to do is hold serve. All you really got to do is hold serve. You're able with a 14-point lead. You're able to rest your starters. You rest Collins. You can rest Capella. Listen, Trey played five minutes. Trey and John 
and DeAndre played five minutes in that fourth quarter. Clint and Bogey played three minutes, three minutes and 43 seconds. So you didn't have to run those guys into the ground, you know. Shout out to Kevin Herter, Gallinari, eight points in that final quarter, you know. Uh, holding serve with the guys, and so in the fourth quarter, the Knicks and, and the Hawks, you know, they, they they battled to a draw, 25 to 25. The last three minutes was kind of just trash time anyway. So you got to see guys like Nathan Knight, Skylar Mays, you know, Chris Dunn, you know, those guys. And uh, it was a wrap. It was a wrap, you know. So it, final score um, was – what was the final score? Let me pull it up again. I'm looking at my uh, the game book. Uh, 113 to 96. Just a really good win. Two win, new two really good basketball wins for the Atlanta Hawks. Um, you you can't ask for a better Sunday. You can't ask for a better Sunday. So uh, getting another win in the MLK jerseys. Listen, those MLK jerseys are fire, and they play really well when they have those on. So. We're going to talk some takeaways on the other side of the break. We're going to get some sponsors in here. Also, we're going to go to Good, Bad, and Ugly, Fat Five, and all that jazz. So keep it locked. You listen to the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode number seven zero. We up in here. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Dow Family Wellness. Are you dealing with pain? No, I'm not talking about the pain when your team loses a ball game. I'm talking about back pain, neck pain. <laughs> well, listen, you need to go see our guy, Dr. Rick, the chiropractor of the Hawksbeat podcast. Whether you've been in an auto accident, you may be an expecting mother, suffering from migraines, any type of neck pain or back pain, Dr. Rick is here to help. Dr. Rick and the good folks over at Dow Family Wellness use the latest in computerized technology to diagnose your issues, and they have affordable cash plans. Here's what he's doing for our listeners. Consultation, exam, digital pics, computer scans, and an adjustment, all for $37. Yep, I said it first time visit, $37. So call our guy, Dr. Rick, 470-395-395. Three four seven eight. That's four seven zero three nine five three four seven eight. Stop letting that pain fester. Call Doctor Rick at Dow Family Wellness. Tell him the Hawks beat sent you, and take the first step to living pain free. All right, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back, Hawks beat podcast episode number seventy. I'm your man E Dub. Talking about a Hawks win over the New York Knicks, taking a 3-1 series lead as they head back to Madison Square Garden. You can imagine that these Knicks fans are going to be spitting mad (laughs) when they get back to MSG. Uh, Game 5 is going to be on the 2nd of June. And uh, what day is that? It's on Wednesday. It's on Wednesday. So, yeah. Uh, It's going to be on TNT. But let's talk takeaways. Takeaways from this game, first and obvious, is the Hawks seem to have found the the solution to the Julius Randle riddle. Right? They seem to have found the solution. Listen, 
Julius Randle had 23 and 10, and it didn't seem like it tonight. He, I mean, he played good. He had 23 and 10, seven assists. I almost had a triple double. He had good tonight, but like you know, R.J. Barrett had 21. But you can make an argument that a lot of those points came like in trash time. You know, Derrick Rose had 18, but again, you got 32 minutes out of him. You know, you can't. You're gonna need somebody else to step up, and I think that. Again, typically when you're on the road, when you're uh, no, typically when you're at home, your 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 uh, your supporting players tend to play better, right? Your supporting players tend to play better, and uh, we'll see if that's the case for the New York Knicks. You had twelve from Alex Burke. You had what thirteen from Obi Toppin. You didn't get anything from Quigley. Uh, you didn't get anything from Reggie Bullock. Reggie Bullock played. 34 minutes and gave you nothing, no points, just four rebounds, two assists, a bad haircut, and some technical fouls. Like, it's not good, my guy. But, uh, yeah, Hawks obviously are doing something right when it's coming to, when it comes to how they're playing Julius Randle. I think they have the Knicks frustrated, and uh, it's working for them. Uh, Obviously, you get to a point where, uh, those guys are out there competing. And so, look, none of the guys take it personal. You know what I'm saying? Trey's like, look, man, this is basketball. You know, some of the reporters were asking questions like, hey, what's the deal with you and Taz? Like, nah, man, it's just basketball. You know what I mean? Like, it's basketball. You know, guys don't like to lose. They compete. And that's kind of what it is, right? So, that's that's kind of the takeaway. The takeaway is this. Can the Hawks uh, close it out? They're going to have to. They're going to have to. Listen, I said they got this game and next game to close it out. You don't want to You don't want to let this thing linger. You don't want to let this thing linger. So uh, the beginning of the season, I mean, beginning of the series, I said Hawks in six. But, you know, you don't want it to go seven. So, you know, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. But, um, yeah, I think the Hawks need to close it out. If they don't do it this game, they need to do it back home in game six. So, yeah. Next up, the good, the bad, and the ugly, the ugly. So, the good, bad, and the ugly is a segment where we just, you know, it's really self-explanatory. <laughs> we look at the, the game and we tell you what we thought was the good, what we tell you what was the bad, and what was the ugly. Um, the good tonight for me, the good tonight for me was, let me think about it. Let me, let me think about it real quick. I'm going to say this. And this has probably very little to do with the actual basketball game, the game of of how the guys played. To me, and this is me, this is my good or bad and the ugly, right? Like, so if you got a good, bad, and the ugly, hit me up on Twitter at Hawksbeat. The good to me was the Hawks getting a win in those MLK jerseys. Shout out to Dr. Martin Luther King, born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia, graduate of Morehouse College. Member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity. Just an overall great human being. And for the Hawks to represent him on those jerseys, on that court, and just win with class, that was good to me. That was good to me. That was my good. That was the good for me. Um, when you look at the bad. Now, what was the bad for the night? I don't I don't know if I can say there is a bad for tonight. I mean, if you're a Hawks fan and this is a Hawks podcast, so I'm coming from a Hawks perspective. So, I don't 
I, I, I guess I don't have a bad for tonight. I guess I don't. I mean, the defense was good. The offense was good. You know, you got the dub. You know, the crowd was loud. Uh, even though there was a lot of Knicks fans. I mean, I'm not going to bang the Hawks on for having Knicks fans there. You know, Knicks fans are everywhere. They're like Yankees fans. Um, the Ugly. Uh, I got to say John Collins' lip. <laughs> that thing was on swole. Uh, in the press conference after the game, he was like, yeah, man, I, had to, I, you know, I, I sent a text to moms and showed her the lip. I had to get stitches. And, uh, you know, he's going to be eating applesauce for a little bit. I, mean, I guess the mouth is fine, but, you know, the lips was a little swole. So, you know, that's a good, bad, and ugly for tonight. That's a good, bad, and ugly. As far as the Fab Five, Fab Five. So if you if you look if you listen to the podcast, you know I do Fab Five. Fab Five is just I pick five Hawks that played really well tonight. You know, and that's it's not always just the five top scores. It's just five five guys that I really want to highlight. And sometimes it's all the starters. Sometimes it's all guys on the bench. But um, yeah, so let's get into the Fab Five, man. Let's get into the Fab Five. First guy in the Fab Five is the guy I just talked about, one Mr. John Collins. 22 points, 8 rebounds, 28 minutes. Uh, I thought John was really good on both sides of the ball. Um, Coach McMillan talked after the game just how much of an asset that he is, you know, saying, look, man, we need him. We need him. So, um, yeah, he stayed out of foul trouble. Thought John had a really good game, 22-8. and eight. So, John Collins. The first member of the Fab Five. Next up, uh, let's go Bogey. Bogey, 12 points, uh, 4 of 11 shooting. All those four shots, all four of them joints was three-pointers. <laughs> so here, let's check this out, though. Bogey had six assists, right? He was a team-high plus 29. Even though he only had 12 points, was it's kind of a, a, a not, you know, it's not a typical Bogey night as far as his scoring. His shooting and his 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 bucket getting is so important and is so crucial because he's always hitting shots at like the most inopportune times for the other team. So even though he only had twelve points, Bowie's going to get in my in my, in my fab five tonight. He's going to get in my fab five tonight. Just a hired assassin. Every time he shoots the ball, I feel like it is going in. I feel like it's going in. So. Yeah, uh, Trey Young, uh, twenty-seven points, nine assists, only two turnovers. I love the assist to turnover ratio that Trey has had all series long. The New York Knicks have not had a answer for him at all. Uh, four of fourteen from three. Um, you know, it wasn't the best shooting night for Trey, but I mean, he was a plus seventeen. Still dishing out assists, and I thought that he was getting to his spots. He got where he got, wherever he wanted to go. I thought his passing was elite. Do you hear me? Elite, not good, not great. Elite, and uh, yeah, man. When he has it going like that, man, just call your mother. There's nothing you can do to stop him. Like it's a wrap. It's a wrap. So yeah, Trey makes the Fab Five. So we got John, we got Bowie, we got Trey. I'm, let me grab two guys off the bench. Kevin Herter. Kevin Herter, 11 points off the bench. He was a plus 13, 4-7 shooting, 3-5 from downtown. Thought Kevin played another really good game, you know, on both sides of the ball. I always talk about Kevin scoring, Kevin's playmaking. Kevin played a good game on both sides of the ball. So, 
Yeah, man. Kevin, you up in there. You up <laughs> you up in there, my guy. And the last guy we're gonna go with um is Gallinari. Gallinari, Gallinari dropped twenty one tonight. Like I didn't even realize he dropped twenty one, but my guy dropped twenty nine. Twenty one points. Six of nine shooting. Only hit one three, went to the line eight times. I thought he was physical with Randall. I think that he's kind of in Randall's head a little bit. He's playing really good basketball on the defensive side of the ball, which is crazy. Because like you don't you don't you don't talk about Gallo like that. But you know, he's keeping he's making he's making Randall work. He's making him work when he's in there. He's a big guy. He's taking advantage of, you know, the matchups. And he's just playing really good basketball right now. So, yeah, Gallo's going to be in that top five. No disrespect to any of the other guys that played well. Clint Capella, 10 points, 15 boards. I thought DeAndre Hunter was just kind of okay. You know, I thought he played good defense. He didn't have a good shooting night. But, I mean, Lou Will and all those guys, second year, I thought they were going to play well. So, that was just kind of my fab five for tonight. As far as the player of the game... Let's go to the Twitter. Let's go to the Twitters. Again, if you're on Twitter, make sure you're following us at HawksBeat. I ask this question after every game, and I love to see the responses. I love to read out what you guys say and what you guys tweet us. So, again, make sure you are following us on the Twitters. (laughs) All right, let me see if I can. All right, let's go. Here we go. Who was tonight's player of the game? Shout out to Trevor underscore Prevat. He said Trey and Bogey. I only asked for one, but he gave me two. It's all good, Trev. Appreciate it. Next time, just give me one. <laughs> Zach Muscat one on Twitter said the MLK jerseys still almost unbeaten. <laughs> Thanks for checking us out, Zach. Uh, DJ Yogi, my guy, said JC. Dewan Goodwin, JC. Uh, let's see. Which one is this? This is Hawks 24 underscore seven. He says, Kevin Herter picked his shots and played hard all game. Thanks for checking us out, my guy. Ho, uh, Joe Cuervo, Joe underscore Cuervo. Okay. Cuervo. Uh, he said, Trey. And uh, let's see. Was it getting any more? Getting any more? My guy, Joshua Fletcher, said John Collins. He said he played well. Got to give him something for that fat lip he got from Randall. <laughs> yes. Shout out to John Collins. Played a really good game, man. Shout out to John Collins. Thank you guys for checking us out. Thank you guys for uh, responding. One more. Tom08647972. I wonder how you got those numbers on his Twitter account. He says, Gallo for stepping up and getting physical with them boys. Uh, thanks for checking us out, Tom. We appreciate the love. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at HawksBeat. And the player of the game that we are going to select is one Mr. John Collins. Yes, sir. John Collins left it out there last night. Left it out there today. Uh, fat lip and all. <laughs> 22 points, eight boards tonight. And just a great guy to talk to after the game. Always engaging with the media. The recipient of the Sekou Smith uh, Media Award won Mr. John Collins. He is our player of the game. So, uh, that's it, folks. We are going to take a quick break on the backside. Uh, the final segment, we're just going to wrap things up, and uh, we'll be right back. Stay tuned. This is the Talk to Me Podcast, episode number 70. It's your man's E-Dub. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. 
This segment is brought to you by Manscaped. What's up, guys? It's your man Edub to once again tell you about Manscaped. Fellas, listen, it's about to be springtime in the city. Temperatures are rising. One thing you don't want sweat coming from your man bush below the belt. Let's keep it real. The good folks over at Manscaped are here for your springtime trim. Listen, they have the waterproof lawnmower 3.0. That's going to give you that smooth bush to tush cleanup that some of you are in desperately need of. Let's keep it real. Or maybe you just need the weed whacker. Manscaped state-of-the-art nose and hair trimmer. They have so many products from toners to deodorant to specially designed boxers. Manscaped is doing something special for just my listeners. Go to manscaped.com, use our promo code HAWKSBEAT. Again, it's manscaped.com, use our promo code for HAWKSBEAT for 20% off and free shipping. Manscaped, you'll be glad you did. This segment is brought to you by Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Custom jewelry ships straight to your doorstep. Every piece will be uniquely yours. So if you are looking for some custom bracelets or necklaces, go see our guy Jonathan at TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Again, that's TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Tell him the Hawksbeat sent you. You'll be happy you did. All right, folks, final segment here as we wrap things up on the Hogsbeat podcast. Again, make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms. We invite you to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Hogsbeat. And, uh, yeah, man, we just appreciate the love. So let us take a look at the calendar again. Uh, game five will be in MSG. It will be on Wednesday, 730 Eastern Time, uh, that's a TNT game uh, in MSG. Game six, if necessary, will be on the fourth. Uh, Time has yet to be determined. If there is a game seven, that will be on the sixth. So you can look at basketball being every other day uh, for the next uh, few days, on the second, fourth, and the sixth, as far as this series is concerned. The winner will be taking on the winner of the Philadelphia and Washington series. Philadelphia is currently up 3-0. And I was listening to the radio today in Atlanta, and they were kind of talking about how Atlanta matches up with Philly. Like, oh, whoa, (laughs) whoa, 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 buddy. You don't want to do that. (laughs) You don't want to do that. Like, have you not learned from the history of Atlanta sports? Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't overlook these Knicks, man. Don't do that. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was kind of reckless, but it wasn't my show. But, you know, it is kind of what it is. But, again, thank you guys for checking out the Hawks Beat Podcast. Make sure you tell a friend, retweet, and reshare the show. Uh, like we say every time at the end of every podcast, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So, if you don't know him, you need to find him. And show him love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.